0: Good evening and welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. My name is Jack Bencini and I'm with my co-host and long-standing business partner, Adam Sunhalter. Hey, and I said standing because that's what he does all the time. He stands. And if you if you look at our our uh, our video here, that's that's rolling along, his hand is waving by his belt. He's a mysterious man. He's grown a Fu Manchu and nobody even knows about it except for us close to him. So anyway, he's my co-host and, and we're, we're business coaches with a company called Maximum Value Partners. We've been together doing this for, again, over 15 years as business partners. Now tonight, what the heck are we going to talk about? What we do, what we do, we try to take, well, we don't try, we actually do it. We take cases from our our uh, daily business activity when we're coaching clients. And we try to keep it very fresh in the sense that the issues that we're talking about all week become the fodder for the program, not the F A T H E R, F O D D E R for the program. <laughs> we watch our linguistics on this program. The guy from St. Ignatius usually gets it wrong. No, oh, wait, no, no, it's the other way around. Anyway, that other guy is Adam Sunhalder. And, uh, Adam, we're going to talk tonight about how do you fire an employee. That's
1: all right. A very uplifting topic, right? But for those of you who are wrestling with this right now, we know many of the owners are. And it isn't the whether sh- whether or not I should fire somebody. Uh, if you haven't made that decision yet, this show is not for you. It's those of you who have decided that, hey, I need to get rid of this person. But how the heck do I go about doing it? Because everything out there that I look at, Jack, and see, it's more... Uh, what do I? Say? I'm trying to think the right term here. It's
0: uh, well, it's more corporate, okay? And, more uh, corporate is the right word. That's yeah. uh, wait. Before we do that, what if we get somebody who okay. wants to? Oh, okay, yeah, don't worry about All it. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm worried.
1: Now I get worried You, every worry, once you so. worry a lot. Yeah. So we're going to get into that in a second here. And as Jack said, we'll share lots of stories with our uh, with, with our with uh, not only our recent client interactions, but many of our past stories as well as some of our personal past stories. But first of all, thank you again for for tuning in. You're always welcome to be part of this show. We, we invite you to be part of the show. You can do that in many ways. Uh, the fastest and easiest is, is to call in. You can do that. We've got Sean uh, sitting by at the board ready for your call. The number to get us is 440-946-9468. Again, 440, four, it's easy, 440 946 nine, four, So you got to remember that, 946 twice, and then hit the 8, and you're good to go. Now, wait a minute. It was real good there, and now you got me confused. All right, There you go, <laughs> okay, Jack. You call it and good. see.
0: Now I'm not confused anymore.
1: So you can email us, radio at MaximumVP.com, you can tweet at us. There's three ways to do that. You can get our company one, which is at MaximumVP. For Jack Mencini, he's at at Jack M. MVP, And for me, it's at Adam Sonhalter. So lots of ways to be part of the show. If you want to react to what we're talking about, share some of your own stories about it. If you have a question about something that we're talking about, that'd be great. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll and we'll make you part of the show. And we're here live every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. So if you're listening via podcast and you want to call in, you can do that, too. You, you, even though you're not listening to us live, you can call in and at, at any Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, and we'll, and we'll be here and we'll be able to answer your call. So lots of ways to be part of it. So... So yeah, so how do you fire somebody, Jack? And how so,
0: do you fire somebody?
1: There's no one size fits all way to do it, and that's what I was. What I was googling around a little bit, and I, I found uh, an article from Entrepreneur Magazine. I found another one from Harvard Harvard Business Review, another one from uh, the the Society of Human Resource Management, and it has that. Uh, I mentioned corporate. I'm Trying to think of another word, kind of you know. How would you describe a hospital where it's a little more? Uh, I'm trying to think of the word—it's escaping me right now, Jack. But um, I guess it's an S, I think.
0: Hospital. What do you mean? You know, say it again.
1: It's kind of again. It feels a certain way. Where it just it's so sterile. Sterile. Thank That's you. The That's the word. There the so we go. All right. right. Sterile. So sterile. That's what it feels like because the emotion, the emotional part of a small business, is where most of the advice gets lost and it's the real stuff okay and so the the go find a checklist that gives you the 10 things of whether it be the 10 things to do or not to do when 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 terminating somebody much of what jack and i do day to day in our in our coaching practice is we help take a lot of things that we've learned because you know jack and i had spent some years with corporate america in addition to the last uh, several decades of running our own companies, but we take things from the corporate world and we shake them through a big sieve, a big strainer, and shake out all the crap and bring all the good stuff down. So those top ten lists, maybe two or three of those things are good, and then little nuggets from a couple of But if you take those ten, it has that, that sterile
0: kind of corporate feel to it, and it's missing the mark. So it's It's more based in legalities and procedures and... And performance of the procedure, and when you when you start to get focused that tightly on on a program for firing like that, you lose the emotion. There's no place for the emotion. You're worried about checking off boxes, and in today's world, you're you're worried way more about what to say and not to say. So it doesn't come natural. It becomes, as you said, very sterile. 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 I don't sterile. Know. Sterile. If you, if you go south on, on Route 77, it's, <laughs> it becomes sterile somewhere along the line. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. So we're going to pull so out our So our southern... linguistics rises again to a perfect mark.
1: Wait, so is that a southern Ohio accent, Jack, or are we getting further south in, uh, on I-77? Kind of, uh,
0: well, it, I think it's more pronounced as you get past For, Ohio. <laughs> all right. So we get into to West Virginia, down into Virginia and the Carolinas. That's all right. right.
1: All right, so so again, so... If you are trying to decide about whether or not you should terminate somebody, those are more the you know the the, the pros and cons lists. and you got annual and quarterly review stuff. And we like to simplify it. You know, we're we're very big fans of a book that came out years ago uh, by an author named Jim Collins called Good to Great. And he had a great phrase in there about somebody coming in. And this is often, I think, this is most small business owners you know dream scenario, right? Which is, hey, that person comes in and they they give you their two week notice. Okay, and your reaction to that is is usually one of two things. Oh crap, we're in big trouble! Don't leave. You know, you start to panic a little bit because that person's so key and that person's so good for your organization that 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 you don't want to lose them. Or the opposite end of the spectrum, you're secretly relieved. You're whew, you, know, you know you know you're you're worried about and wrestling with. You've been trying to figure out how to how, how to get rid of them, and they've finally quit and they've saved you the hassle of having to having to terminate them. Right. And so if you're at that point and you can answer the, that question that, hey, if that person came in and gave you two-week notice, you'd be relieved. Okay, that's a very simple way to, de- to determine this person should be fired. Okay, So how do you do it, though? And so we've kind of boiled it down to, to, to a couple of big categories. And again, coming back to the whole human part of this in terms of a small business because a small business, while Jack, you and I are both very you know big numbers guys, um, when it comes to small business – the people aren't just numbers on a spreadsheet. You know, they're or numbers in a database. They're actual people, and you, as the owner, know these people. And some you know better than others. You may know families of these people, but you know them. So it's it's a real human being we're talking about here, not just hey, it's uh, employee number seven two four seven over in you know in the accounting department thing. You never, know, it's, never it's a real easy person. in that
0: face to face encounter. Never.
1: So in situations we'll talk about tonight, and we'll share some examples of, uh, of clients going through this, three categories of, of where employee might fall. First of all, it could be a family member. So i got a family member in there. I've got a, I got a sibling. i got a I got a, a, a child. i got a parent. I, got a, I have an aunt or an uncle. So obviously there's going to be some strong, strong bonds there you know in terms of the relationship and again they may be good or bad but it tends to be the strongest bond or the strongest relationship and the the challenge is with the family is you're likely going to have to
0: see this person again at some point you think yeah usually thanksgiving dinner since most of these uh don't start in january they seem to start later
1: in the year so yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna have some holiday festivities. You're gonna have some other family functions that that go
0: on. And hey, cousin Adam, how how you doing? You know, I just fired you two weeks ago. You right. know, how Put are? Put your arm around, high five. Let's go. Let's We're have gonna, a drink. Yeah, right.
1: no problem at all. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So so again, so that, that, that family members, you're approaching them to do this. It's gonna you know you have to keep that in mind. Now something pretty close or may have similar feeling to that is when you have a long term employee. And long-term, you know, typically in our experience, it's been somebody who's probably a decade plus that's
0: been part of the business. And maybe, maybe it's somebody who was there when you first started out And that years may or ago. may not be a, a good friend of yours, depending on how long you've been there, too, with this long-term employee. But the emotion with a long-term employee just the same is, is very big
1: yeah there's a there's a tremendous bond there where it can almost feel like family uh certainly there there appears to be a friendship there you you probably know their families maybe maybe you knew them before they had kids now they have kids so you've known their kids since since day one kind of thing but there's you know, it's close to family, but the big difference again is and we've seen this and you might be shocked to hear this as the owner but chances are if you do part ways with this person even though they they've been in your life every day for the last twelve years, if you terminate them. Chances are pretty darn high, you will never see them again.
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> it depends. Well, what do you mean you won't ever see them again? Well, in again, terms they, of uh, an employment uh, situation, they won't they, come back in as a competitor or anything. No,
1: but you, you aren't going to be hanging out with them socially. you, 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 you gave the example a couple minutes ago, Jack. But hey, hey, cousin, cousin Eddie, you're, how are things going? Mm-hmm. Right? Well. That, that's because you're forced in that situation because it's part of a family function that you're 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 attending it because of other reasons. Whereas if you you know there's all of a sudden there's a there's a block party going on, this person's going to be there. Chances are you'll probably find reasons to avoid going there to not have to run into them. But you, you, chances are you're you're going to find that what you thought maybe was a good close relationship and a friendship really is a work. Friendship. Oh, and that, yeah, you know that I mean? way, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. And I, I can relate that tremendously from my corporate days. You know, they're, they're folks that, 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 that I knew well. And again, I, we, you know, we went to the trenches together. We were together every day sure, for, for years. Sure. And then they leave.
0: And it's like, uh That's it. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 kind of, you kind of move on. Well, we're all pretty adaptable. We're adaptable in those kinds of situations. I'm going to, before this evening's over, give you three examples of, of uh, three situations of firing people. One is the first time I, I fired somebody as a corporate vice president. Another one was a mass of people laid off, a union. And the third one was, what was the third one? Oh, a guy laid off and he kept coming back in. So that was a pretty good story, <laughs> actually. So it, there's all kinds of twists and bends with these layoff stories and or fire, however you want to use the term. Those are but, good uh, stories, Jack. I, I, I think I've heard most
1: of those, are, but those are as good to hear. And so, Yeah, I'll try to work them in as as the hour goes oh, on. Yeah, we can there. sprinkle them in. We're getting up towards our first break here. So let me just give our, our third category. So we talk about, talk about family, long-term employees, and then the, the third category is a short-term employee. So the benefit of the short-term employee is, is those bonds typically are not there, unless, like you said before, Jack, unless it's a friend of yours that you're kind of bringing in. But typically the, the bonds aren't going to be there. And if it's a good friend and you realize it's a short-term thing and it's not quite working out, that friendship is likely to, to, to survive that. Because you realize, hey, quickly, hey, this, this, hey, Jack, I thought it would be a great day to work together, but you know, this is, <laughs> isn't quite working out. You know, It's cool when we go bowling and hang out at the bar, and that, that's all well and good, but you know, seeing each other during daylight hours it doesn't, quite, doesn't quite work <laughs> as well. You know? That's um, right. <clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> often what can happen, that can often be a little more introspective.
0: Wait, right, how, how about laying somebody off? Uh, laying somebody off who was on the the championship bowling team, and everyone got pissed <laughs> off at you. <laughs> That's
1: right, and you break up the team.
0: You busted up the team. Emotion. It's all on you, it's Jack. Exactly what are you doing? What happened. Suffer hey, at work Can come this? in? Or, Hell no, he's no, laid off. He's, he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> so that short-term employee can be can be, can be very different from that standpoint. So we'll, we'll touch a little more on this and we start to kind of go through. We'll frame some of our, our stories around that and thinking about your situation, if it falls underneath there. And Jack's got some great stories to share about his experience
0: too. So stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Bencini. We're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. And we're here every Wednesday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. All right, we got more Dirty Secrets of Small Business coming your way here on
1: WINT Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM and online, wintradio.com. All right, here we go. We're back at it. Here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Welcome back. Thanks for staying around. We've got lots of great stories for you tonight uh, talking about how do you go about firing somebody. It's a lot of fun. I know if you're wrestling with that right now, it's, this, is, this is the show for you. So I'm your co host, Adam Sonhalter.
0: And you are? I'm your co host, Jack Bencini. <laughs> there you and go. we are business coaches from a company called Maximum Value Partners. Primarily in beautiful Independence, Ohio. But we're talking tonight, as every Wednesday night, from beautiful Willoughby, Ohio. They're all beautiful,
1: Northeast they, Ohio overall, especially I, this time of year.
0: I agree. So
1: the way we go about and frame stuff, we talk about this on the show. I want to touch base real quick. We have our seven keys to success. And if you head, our, head to our website, MaximumVP.com, there's a, a a link there in the menu called the MVP Playbook. You click on there, you'll see a, a a link for seven keys to success. Nice little infographic there that kind of touches on this. And our our topic tonight really really covers keys four and five, Jack, about the organization plan and leadership. Because when it comes into firing somebody, those are two key components to, 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 to firing somebody. And why do I say that? One of the things that we talk about, and let me you know take a little tangent here. We talk about you know, how do you come to a conclusion to be able to terminate somebody when it's a very emotional decision? And what's our favorite question to frame stuff, Jack, when it comes to, to, to small business? You know, how, how do we try to, try to take as much emotion out of things? Well, of it's
0: that? always the, the the question ultimately comes down as what's right for the business. Yeah, what's best for the organization, right? And if you can put your mind into that scenario, which you should be able to do if you're the owner, then it takes much of the emotion out. It's got to be done, unfortunately, I got to deliver this news quickly and I'm aware of the human human condition of it all, but I got to do it if the business is going to survive.
1: So that's a, that's a big part of it, the, the organization plan. And, and, and what happens to the organization plan, you have a lot of questions that come out of that too, right? So it's some very practical questions because again, we're talking about again our, our typical clients are anywhere from one to 25 employees. Okay. So each employee really makes a difference. This is not a a hundred person, or thousand person, or, 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 or hundred thousand person organization, where one person coming or going is really, you know, not even a blip on the radar. Each person at a small company that we deal with, it it's a big deal. And for those of you listening, every you know every employee you have is a big deal. And so, how do you how do you do it in a more humane way if you're going to transition transition somebody out in terms of what's kind of going on? But what happens day to day? You know, this person was there. You know, maybe they're screwing things up, or they they doing some other things. But they were doing stuff typically. So who's going to pick up the slack short term? How do those duties and tasks get reallocated to the rest of the team? And, you know, do you, and the, do you as the owner kind of step in there? But how does the organization look? You know, is this a, a role you're eliminating as part of your organization? Or are you going to be bringing somebody else in to replace this person? Or are you you're reshuffling stuff around? So the organization plan part of this is a big deal. But leadership, and I want to touch on this for a second too, Jack. This is, what I think, the one that maybe gets missed a lot. Okay, so not only is it a growth opportunity for you as a leader, as, 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 as sick as that might sound, you know, having to fire somebody can be a growth opportunity for you. No question about it. <clears throat> no question. It, we, we've had a number of clients over the years. We had one who had never fired anybody, which is a, which is a good story. I mean, I, I, mean, I get to, but you know, I was trying to find a way to get to, get to fire somebody, even though, even though the person should have fired people <laughs> and the person never did. But we had another client too that was, we, we talked through about it and, and uh, it was in a transitional stage company, and the, and the and the current owner was in was in the meeting for this termination. But the, but the new person coming up was the one doing the firing. And as we, as we got the report back in terms of how things went, because we role played it a bunch in terms of getting ready for this this discussion. You know what happens if they say this or it goes this way. So you kind of prepare for all the the potential outcomes <clears throat> or the potential responses from the person being terminated. But the, the 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 current owner you know played it back and talked about how the color. Just suddenly ran out of the face of the person who's going to get ready to present this right for the first time, even though we'd read role played it in ad nauseum, right? The the biochemistry that comes with you know with this is unbelievable. A big
0: deal. It, it is unbelievable. un. un pe- most people are unprepared for it. In my in my early days with bigger corporations, I was a newly minted vice president of a, a very large subsidiary. And one of the things that was on the agenda and the reason the the shuffles, uh, many of the shuffles were made and somebody with a little more uh, authoritarian attitude was brought in like me was because we had to make some layoffs. And I had never made a a firing in my entire life before. I was in my early 30s. And it was... It, it, to your point of letting the color drain out of you, it wasn't quite that extreme, but the heartbeat when it finally came to lay this employee off, who was a woman who was a uh, about a 25-year employee, very good employee, but not so good that her boss was not better than her, and the changes that were made and the cost-cutting that had to be done just got to a point where uh, there had to be layoffs. And so the boss... Her boss was out for whatever reason. I can't remember the reason now, and it was up to me to lay this person off. <laughs> so and I had never imagine, done this on, Imagine that person was was out sick that day, Jack, and here here you are yeah, traveling. Yeah, Something I got, happened. I got, right? Boy, <laughs> have I learned a lot since those <laughs> days. But that's that's okay. So here I am, and there's been no training. There's no no guides and and how. Plus the legal the legal specter over everything wasn't quite as bad as it was today. So I called her in the office and she she honestly didn't know. Nobody knows she knew okay, no these were going to be okay. done cuz these were you know these are all done behind the scenes on weekends this kind of thing who's who's the hit list. So I sat her down and I started talking to her and, and I ended up talking to her for, for about 40 minutes just talking about the weather, talking about our kids, talking about I didn't know how to interject the fact that Hey Donna I'm gonna to have to lay you off. You're you're gonna be terminated. Finally, you know, I mean I was running out of time, you know, people were knocking on the door looking for me, this kind of stuff. So I finally had to give her the, the bad news and she broke down in tears like I couldn't believe. And fortunately I had a Kleenex box. That that's something that goes with the with the job sometimes. And you know, tried to comfort her. <laughs> I, I didn't have any of the words. Did you give it her a big It was tremendously hug, Jack? I did. I wow, gave her a hug. Right. I put my arm around her. And and said, "Look, Donna, it's okay. Things are going to work out. You're going to, but you know, I couldn't say any soothing words. It was like, how could you do this? All of a sudden, she threw my arm off and was all pissed off and uh, <laughs> stomped out of the room. She's pissed you know, at and you. that
1: was it. So, you're, you're the messenger, so she's mad at you for for That's
0: telling right. her. That's right. Okay. So that was the very first time, and it was long, awkward." <laughs> And painless? No, painful. It was a painful layoff. It's, fu- it's funny, Jack.
1: You know, I've heard that story a couple times before, but it's a it's a it's a great story. I've heard it in a while. But as you're talking, I'm thinking of the the scene in Goodfellas where uh, Joe Pesci's like, "I'm finally getting made," you know, and he goes into the room, and all of a sudden he knows he's getting a bolt in the head instead, right? Right, right. Where he's going in feeling good, and as you're describing her walking into the room, she's thinking, "Okay, there's some good stuff kind of going on." Also, it's like, oh. Yeah, it comes boom, in with their notebook goes. looking right. for,
0: uh, you know, things that have to be done. The, the typical, right. come on in and let's talk about today's business. So. And, here are,
1: and here you are, the hitman, Jack. All right. So, yep. hitman,
0: Jack. That's it. All right.
1: That was earlier on. A long Jack's time ago. A right? long time ago. That's right. So, so, leadership. Let me come back to, to, to leadership. So, part of it is that getting that biochemistry down. And another part of this is, as the, as the leader of the organization, the owner of the company, Okay, one of the things we talked about numerous times here, I know we talk about it all the time you know, uh, off the air too, is it's very difficult to get people to speak to you openly and honestly as the owner, and often it's hard to find out exactly what's going on day to day with the with the crew, and you know if you're aware of somebody's issues, that's if it's gotten to you, chances are it's been an issue for a while, and the rest of the team kind of knows about it, and so what happens is the 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 the, the, the other uh, team members are talking. Hey, doesn't Jack know what's going on? <clears throat> All right? You know, doesn't Jack know that Sean's a total bozo and he's berating people and being a, being a total jerk to people? Doesn't Jack know what's going on? Or they go, "Well, no, Jack knows. He's seen it happen before. He's seen Sean be a total putz." And okay, so it must be okay then. It, it, it must be okay to kind of be that way. That's kind of that's it, so acceptable whole, around here. The whole here, place
0: right? can start with substandard, right. uh, yeah, and and disrespect, insubordination. That's how that stuff starts to develop. So we we try to reinforce that that again you
1: as the owner if it's gotten to the point where you're kind of aware of stuff well chances are hey that's only what you know about it's a, the the old tip of the iceberg phrase right it's you know, it's kind of what you know about there's a bunch more behind it and that's usually that's usually what happens well it's,
0: I I have found Adam through since that first layoff many decades ago that the best way to assert is to walk around with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball bat. Nothing works better than that. Banging better than, it, banging it on the concrete.
1: That's better than a. Uh, that's better than a crowbar. <laughs> Baseball I was watching.
0: Bet. I was watching uh, Inglorious Bastards oh, yeah. with uh, Brad Pitt. Sure. And the. <laughs> the that scene. Yeah. The, right. the Italian, uh, the Jew bear, bear Jew. I, I think that's what they call him They had these Germans lined up outside, and and uh, he comes walking out of a cave. But before you see him. You hear the baseball bat hitting the concrete wall of this this cavernous, you know, uh, under the bridge kind of thing before he beat the guy to death. So that was interesting. We don't, we haven't gone to that extreme yet, beating somebody to death. So we're so we're giving some we're giving some great visuals
1: tonight, Jack. I think the scene from *Inglorious <laughs> Bastards*. We got the, <laughs> the scene from *Goodfellas* getting the bolt net. So why wouldn't somebody want to fire somebody? I mean, that sounds like a very positive experience. Here, here you are, you've got a grown woman in, in, in tears and, and giving her, give her mm. hugs to tell her to be okay. So why wouldn't somebody want to do that, right? You know, why wouldn't somebody want to do
0: that? So you've got to yeah. laugh at her because it is serious business and it can take you down, honestly. Nobody likes to disrupt somebody's uh, flow of job. But, uh, hey, sometimes it's got to be done for the betterment of the company. So, and again,
1: that's why we reinforce some of those questions. We will reinforce the question of what's best for the organization as a way to start to take as much of the emotion as you can out of it to help kind of push you through. And part of that uncomfortable is getting used to the biochemistry. That's part of the growth. Part of growth is being in places where you're not comfortable. That's how you can tell that you're growing. So, all right. So we're up against our, our next break here, Jack. We've got some more good stories coming. I know you got a few more stories. We've got some stories from clients I want to share, too. It, touching some of those categories we talked Lots about. Lots of stories. So
0: yeah, so stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're here tonight talking about how do you fire an employee and little few war stories around that whole subject.
1: Alright, we've got more Dirty Secrets of Small Business coming your way here on Integrity Radio. WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM and online. WINTradio.com Jack, back here again, live from Willoughby. We're on uh, Dirty Secrets of Small Business again this week.
0: Talking about a fun topic of how do I fire somebody, Jack? What do you think? Boy, that is a fun topic, uh, if you're a pretty demented person. But it's got to be done, and we aren't demented, so we're giving you war stories with a little bit of humor, humorous twist to it, rather than be sullen and and uh, treat it uh, treat it with, I don't know, Pain and suffering. <laughs>
1: Talking about baseball bats and hitmen and everything else. Right? That's right. So, lots of good that stuff. That pains the. <laughs> that's
0: right. So, but so that's how you get it done, right? That's, that's right. what a good leader does. Walks <laughs> around with baseball bats and good fellow uh, ideas, and <laughs> in terms of how to handle that stuff. Anyway, let me, yes, my name is Jack Mancini, and I'm Adam's <laughs> co-host and longtime business partner.
1: Let me let me feed upon or build upon what we talked about last time, Jack, as the story you shared. Uh, about your first firing of a of a long term employee, a couple of clients have been through this recently as well um one still going through it, one went through it a little while ago, and you know it took a while it took uh, as yeah, it, often the case of a long term employee it may take a year or more oh that okay? was a
0: very personal one that to be able
1: to be able to make this thing start to happen and and it depends how things kind of work again uh, the, in one in one case the, the 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 employee had been there since day one. Uh, in the other case there was an employee where the owner um who's currently the owner now joined the company, this person was already there, and that per- the the person who's the owner now had kind of passed by this person. They kinda of worked together to help build some of the stuff, but then the owner now, you know, is is now the boss, right? And but it's long term. So there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of, hey, you know, we kinda of built this together kind of thing. We we've been together kind of thing. But what, what happened in both those cases was the person who's who's being terminated has not grown with the company. Because in both cases, the company has continued to grow. You know, Part of it is because of that person, but a lot of it is in spite of that person, where the company's growing, people are being added to the company, uh, the people within the company themselves are growing and getting better, and this person, in both cases, this person was just kind of stuck, doing things their way, and what happens after a while, they get, they get dug in. And so you know, it could be in terms of how um, you know, these are two different roles. One was an administrative role, so in terms of how they how they dealt with stuff, and you know, it was combination of paper files versus electronic files, and duplicating work and doing things a certain way. Where hey, you know, I'm I'm used to doing things my way, and I'm not, I'm not going to change. And same thing with you know with um, this other role, which is more of a sales role, or technology. That's a big part of this stuff. When we're talking fifteen twenty years, Jack. Technology is a big part of stuff. Sure is. And That's so right. you know. Podcast didn't exist twenty years ago, Jack. Yet yeah, here we are, worldwide, with this podcast because of technology. <clears> right? <throat> so you can fight it or not do stuff in the radio industry. Are you kidding me? The radio industry has, has changed a lot just in the last five or ten years alone in terms of how things kind of go. So you can either dig your heels in and say no, cross your arms. Hey, I'm doing this. Is it? This is how I do. It. These are my rules, Jack. I'm not changing for anybody. That's what he was doing, wasn't yeah. it? And okay, so it, as the boss, you gotta say you try ways and this is what happens usually you know with the long-term employee they have a lot of rope usually you give them a lot of rope a lot of leeway and you, you try all kinds of different techniques because the last thing you want to do is terminate this person because you you, cause you know them very well and you, you and you hope for them and you hope the best for them and you and you you try ways to make them to make things work but coming back to our to our, our discussion in the last segment jack the the message that, that gets delivered to the rest of the team is that hey we have a structure in place here. We have certain rules in place of stuff that we do, but yet, this person over here, who is a long-term employee or maybe is friends with the boss, can kind of do whatever he or she wants to do.
0: That that breeds a lot of contempt, ultimately insubordination. It it uh, lowers morale. However you want to put spins on it, it's all negative when somebody has that that lofty informal influence on the boss or the owner here. So you got to watch that. That's a big time thing. But go on, Adam. So
1: part of the part of the beauty of this is, well, how do you, you know, when you go about doing it, when you actually pull the trigger here and you, and you make the termination, the shock waves and the message that they get sent through the organization are, are tremendously positive. First of all, the, the the organization is usually very relieved. And as I was talking about in the prior segment, you're trying to wonder what happens to the to the tasks and the dues that that that, that person was doing. I think what we have found, Jack, is that quite often. The other folks will pick up what's going on, you know, because they're, they're so relieved that they had that person gone. They're happy to, 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 do, to do a little extra work. Or what happened was, you often don't realize how much you're working around somebody at times. And so that time that you're spending working around with somebody, you know, is now freed up. That you can actually do some of the stuff that they were doing and cover it without a problem. Actually, the organization winds up usually having the, the addition by subtraction thing where things are better off without that person being around. That's right. And it also sends a message, hey, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are good friends with, with the boss. Nobody's safe here if you aren't doing your job. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be performing. And again, we'll give you a little longer leeway if you're having a a bad day or a bad week. If you've been here for ten years, that's okay to have a bad week once in a while. But if you're having a bad decade, Jack, I mean, come on. It's at some point we gotta pull the it's trigger. It's a little
0: extreme. So what did he do? What? Did, how did the boss, to answer tonight's question, how did the boss fire this guy? Did he fire him yet? Uh-oh. Well, so here's what happened. This is again,
1: come back to the if the person comes in and resigns, gives you two week notice. Would you be relieved or not, right? And so the, the, this particular employee was kind of hinting at this for months, or actually, I it may have been years at this point. That hey, hey, if you're ever gonna fire me, make sure you make sure you you, you give me some time, right? You know, don't just come in one day and tell me I'm done. You know, you know, give me some time to kind of to kind of transition things out. Or hey, you know, you, you, you know, I should you know come in and <coughs> come in and, and, and threatening to quit. I can't take it anymore, Jack. This is this is just insane. I'm going to quit, right? Well, <laughs> hey, it's time to, to kind of take that baton. Somebody's passing you the baton and say, hey, instead of ignoring it, pretending like the baton's not there and ducking it and getting dodging and squirming back and forth, actually, hey, thanks for giving me the baton, Jack. I'm going to take that this time. This is the eighth time you've mentioned about how you should quit, and you know what? I'm going to take you up on that so offer, So we're going to queue it up. Right. And, Perform- and be able to make it happen because you know, what, it, what it boiled down to is the conclusion that the owner came to was – well, the basic message has got to be, hey, Jack, I need you to come in tomorrow and be 180 degree different, to be some totally new person. That's I need you to easy, do that. Isn't
0: that an easy task for most people over 30, <laughs> to, to, to change within a week? <laughs> that's, that's
1: right. You know, that's, that was kind of the conclusion and, and the message. And so if you're willing to change and and, and be this way and do these things, okay. But otherwise... We're done. And, and what he wanted to do is he wanted to give him that time. So Look, because uh, it, it winds up usually being good for not only the, for the, the person being terminated, but it's usually is good for the, for the, oh, the um, overall morale. The overall, uh, sure. Oh, well, again, we, we, we had a client too. This is a, d- a different discussion. We had a client too who had uh, a key employee give a two year notice that he's going to be leaving to go sail around the world, right? And so he had time to, to, to find replacements for him. And what happened was you up finding about three people that that were replacing those different duties that that person was doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So again, if you have some time, you know as as the owner, you'd like to have some time some 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 heads up on it right and so the the idea is that you, you can keep things in a private standpoint' cause, you know this this two year thing wasn't wasn't known until it came close to the time. the same thing if if if, if you need three months, six months it's get get a plan down, let's find somebody to replace you. Let me give you some time to go find your next thing, Jack. But that's okay. That's sort of, that's sort of hard date. That, hey, by this date, we're gonna make sure it's done. But we can kind of do it in quiet. But we're gonna we're gonna kind of work you out, okay, to make sure you're, you're you're kind of moving on. So that's you know that's that's best for I think all parties involved because it helps make a smooth transition. Much like if somebody's gonna to retire to a certain extent, you can kind of do a similar kind of thing.
0: Well, those aren't those aren't hostile. You know, sometimes you you let somebody know they're being laid off and they go they go they just they go erupt berserk. postal as yeah. it said right you Well, still this use g- that word sure it goes sure postal they postal you gotta worry about them you gotta worry about the 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 action and alert a few people just in case I'm gonna well today's the day Adam's gonna get laid off but right. man I have no idea what he's gonna do if I do.
1: sound the alarm button Jack you know what it's for right? Yeah, that's right <laughs> so if
0: you hear rustling going on in the office you know what's going on Adam went berserk so, so you, 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 but sometimes people don't know Sometimes I, I laid off a, a guy this is another company I owned we had to reduce some costs and this guy was a long time salesman but he just wasn't producing his skills were, were in another era for sure but this he had been on the job for quite some time and uh, it, it, the traditional layoff day is usually Friday so this is no different so I brought him in and I said, Ralph, I said, you yeah, I hate to say this, but I'm going to have to terminate you. And we have a severance package for you being a longtime employee, blah, blah, blah. And he, he took it surprisingly well. He said, well, I thought this was coming. He said, thanks, Jack. I appreciate what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was a little weird, but he, he did say it. And, uh, I said, okay. So I said, you know, you're, you're terminated as of today but the package goes on till blah 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 so i was out of town the next week and monday my assistant called and and said jack didn't you lay ralph off friday i said yeah well I, she said he's he he's here he's dressed in his suit and he's at his desk and he's doing his work he's a, answering the phone he's doing sales work i said well let me talk to him and i said ralph I said, wasn't it clear that you were laid off uh, Friday? He said, yeah, Jack. He said, but I had some things to clean up, and uh, okay, well that's good. Clean them up and be done. So I got back underway, Wednesday. Right? Ralph, Ralph is still coming in, and <laughs> I said, Ralph, come on to my office here. And I said, what's going on here? You're supposed to be out of here by you know the end of day Monday, and he started crying. He started crying just like. Richard Gere did in An Officer and a Gentleman. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go. And that's what he, and it was sad. I mean, honestly, it, it was a, a pretty sad moment. But at the same time, looking back at it, it, uh, I'll just use the word, little strange reaction. But those kinds of things, the emotions running through the person who who is uh, being terminated uh, are Infectious. I mean, they they can come back and they they're bothersome to you naturally because you're you're hurting somebody. It's never fun, but it has to be done if you're guiding the company from a financial standpoint, which is usually the rationale. Um, if you're doing your job as the owner, you're going to make it better for everybody. Obviously, if the company outlasts. Um, you know, a, 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 an employee that's redundant or problematic, that's a good thing in terms of the rest of the people who are working and being paid. So but Ralph was uh, an interesting situation. Yeah, you you're mentioned Richard Gere, an officer, a gentleman. I'm, as you were talking
1: before that, I was thinking about Milton.
0: Milton, you know Milton burned is? down the office. Uh, yeah. Milton's,
1: yeah. Milton's. for those of you who don't know, Milton's the red stapler guy from Office Space, the movie Office Space. And, uh,
0: my, my, my stapler. My stapler, yeah, yeah. My stapler right. Yeah. He, was, he
1: was the guy that, that they, they stopped paying him. Yeah, he kept <laughs> coming kept to work, com- right? It's like, hey, That's right. D- hey, didn't you guys fire Milton? Yeah, we did months ago, and he hasn't gotten a paycheck, but he still keeps coming to work. And they kept moving him around to different places and finally moving him down the basement and everything else. And, yeah, towards the end of the movie, sorry, spoiler alert, for those of you who haven't seen Office Space. Uh, it's been almost 20 years, so hey, shame on you. Is that,
0: is that long? Yeah,
1: but oh. uh, not quite proven that he did that. But it's hinted at the fact that he might be the guy that burned down the building. That's yeah, right. right. That's but, right. Uh, you know, true. You can't prove it, Jack. A hearsay. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's the case. But yeah. So uh, think about that. And, and, and those things. Th- those things can happen because it, it's such an emotional. Again, come back to the all emotional thing here. It's an emotional sure. thing. It, it you is. Know? It is. Both that's,
0: sides. Both sides of it. And
1: people identify with their with their work with 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 what's going on. And again, people know each other very very well. So to, to get to that point of having to break down into tears or to do what are, again, very irrational things, like a team just to to show up. I mean, again, you and I sitting here today think it's it's, it's nuts for somebody to kind of do that, but until you're in the situation, you're never quite sure how people are going to react. And, again, these things we talk about and share on the radio here, Jack, are because they're often unbelievable because they have to be true.
0: You you can't make this stuff up. It just kind of
1: kind of happens right oh, there's
0: there's a, a lot more stories on laying people off unfortunately but uh,
1: well we'll have uh, we have time for some more of when we get to get back here from break Jack we got a couple of things I want to share too and I, I know you had one more story that you kind of alluded to that you wanted to share we as well time, so we right. got we'll see how we do there so stay tuned for that I got some more good stories about how do you go about firing somebody what do you do and how do you react to that my name's Adam Sonhalter
0: I'm Jack Mancini what's the number here Adam if they want to get part of this last segment
1: 440-946-9468 thank you And we've got more Dirty Secrets of Small Business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM and online, wintradio.com. All right, welcome back. We're here. Live and in person uh, Dirty Talk Secrets of Small Business. Thanks for sticking out. tuned. We we're uh, last segment here, Jack. It always goes so fast. We've we got lots of good stories to share. And it whizzes by. Yes, it, whizzes, it does. It whizzes by. That's right. So we're talking tonight about how do you, how do you fire somebody? And it isn't the, the sterile kind of corporate way. It's dealing mm-hmm. with a small business owner. Okay, How do you really do it? We shared some stories already today. And I want to get into a little story about a family because I know a lot of our, our listeners, a lot of our clients are family businesses. And it can be very difficult as a family business, as the owner of that company. How do you let somebody go who's, who's part of the family? And one of the biggest gating items of that is, as we just talked about before, you have a lot of other family obligations that are going on that are separate from the business, but in the real world, they exist. So if you if you terminate a cousin or a sister or a brother or, or a parent or a child, well, when you get together for those family outings, again, things are very awkward, very uncomfortable, and, and can lead to some stuff that may take years to repair if ever
0: okay well you know also adam our experience of 15 years of doing this stuff the most vicious long-standing uh, encounters are with family i mean they, they they get you know we as we think back if we had our list of clients through the years that were families the biggest stories and these are scary stories i mean they, they could be made movies out of they're tough Sure. Very tough. Much harder than, than uh, a non-family, uh, family friend situation. Definitely. So it often takes nearly an
1: act of God for for this to happen. when you fire somebody. It has to be so serious because, the the the, the, the family family member is often given so much leeway that they can get to, the, to the point where it might create damage for the company. And uh, one example, you know, recently where it got so bad where. The uh, the one family member was was abusing drugs in a company vehicle. Okay, I had to get to that point where it was like, okay, enough. And there were other issues and problems for for months or years before that. There were work-related issues, everything else. It was like, okay, at some point, hey, there's a safety issue. The other some other employees saw about, saw this happen. They're talking about it. So all of a sudden, again, come back to our discussion in the last segment, Jack, about about leadership and the effect on the organization and how people talk about stuff and what's, you know, what are they saying about you, something had to be done. The hand was getting forced. And so in this case, the family came together to address the issue. And, again, it's, it's usually coming from the, from the right place. And first of all, again, we're talking about what's best for the organization over here to, to talk about you know, to keep the emotion out of it. But you know, when it comes to family, first of all, you, you're worried about your family member. To say, hey, we're, you know, we're concerned about you. We want to get you the help. But we gotta we gotta get you out from over here. You can't be part of the business anymore because again you're 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 endangering yourself. You're endangering all of us in terms of what what's going on. You're 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 hurting things over here. So we got to move you out of here. And you, it's as much as you want to try to separate those things. It, it, it can be very difficult and very emotional. And you know in this case they got you know the family got involved for discussions. They had a, another key non family family member who was involved in the discussion who was, uh, could be a little bit more objective in terms of the company part of stuff. And they also got a little bit of HR involved. They had an
0: HR company that, that, that was parsing. Hey, and we never got into uh, dissecting HR tonight. But go on, go on. With
1: well, star. it can be helpful in situations like that where it's it's helping to make sure that you're doing the, 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 the right kind of things. And, again, it's come back to giving people the, the, the chance to do things a certain way. And, again, what happened was you know this person was kind of put on. Uh, uh, you know, I know you like this word, Jack, not just because it comes with Gladys Knight, but the PIPs. The performance <laughs> improvement plans, right? So the idea here is you put somebody on a uh, on a plan to get better, where it says here you got to do these. And it's, it's usually very specified. You got to do these things the next, you know, thirty days, Jack. The next sixty days, and it's very detailed. And you you got to follow it. And what happened was within the first few weeks, this person just couldn't do it anymore, and they wound up leaving. Okay, so yeah, often the case when you start to kind of hold somebody accountable, and, and, and the idea that it's it's imminent that if you don't change your ways, Jack, it's going to be the end. Again, you mentioned before, it's hard, you said, is it beyond the age of 30? That's hard to change our ways. That's right. right. So that's most of the workforce still. Even millennials now are in their 30s, right, the oldest millennials. So it's hard to change who we are. And so if you do that and create the environment, what happens is people often take themselves out. Now, you as the owner are often going to be the bad guy or the bad gal in this situation anyway because you started it and you kind of, you know, so you gotta, you got to have some thick skin, and you got to know that in the long term, what you're doing is the right thing, not only for the organization, but for that family member and really for the overall family to have stuff kind of happen. And it may take, again, you know, months you, or years or decades for it to, to, to kind of.
0: Oh, you know what, Adam, a, a convenient, uh, a convenient way to sort of offset some of the 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 pain and family uh, reactions here. You're going to get different layers of family coming in, even those who don't work with the company. They're all going to have their opinions. Now, if there's uh, especially with parents, elderly parents, uh, if they they keep hanging on, they started the company and they aren't about to let go. They they're trying hard, but they just can't do it. the the One of the better things to do is let them come in a little bit, but pay them not to come in. And that kind of solves a lot of problems because many times most of the time it's a it's a financial burden for somebody who's going to be laid off. but if you're a family member, contributed quite a bit to the company through the years, maybe even founded it, and you basically uh you know still have a very profitable company here uh to pay somebody not to come in and keep employee and this is this is special i mean it's not done very often nor recommended very often, but it it kind of uh, pays to, to lay off Grandpa Adam here, but he's gonna get a check every month until he dies or until some trigger point down the line. That kind of satisfies an otherwise layoff grandpa. Most people in the in the family don't understand what it takes to run a business and what a pain in the ass grandpa's really come. <laughs> right. But uh, this, this avoids all that. It, it changes it to another thing. How come grandpa's getting paid to do nothing? <laughs> But he's recognized for his major contributions in starting the company. So that one can work in, a, in many situations with the family. So
1: that's a very unsterile, un HR approach that you, people think you're absolutely crazy, something like
0: that, right? By Versus, all means. But it that's is. a very
1: real world, and it's not something that, Jack, that you're making up with something we've seen and we've advised folks to do because it, it sometimes becomes the only solution. Again, I, I opened up the, the, the show tonight talking about, hey, there's not like a one one way to approach or one way answer there's, right. there, there's there's lots of things that we try and we're pretty creative guys and we're, we've got a lot of experience we've seen a lot of things and so we're able to to, to try to find solutions that are going to work and be the best solution for that for that case again it's not perfect no solution's going to be perfect but here's kind of the best with the idea we've got to be able to move forward you know and so that the family one can be often the, the, the most difficult and what you think might be the easiest one, is I mentioned in the opening about the, the, the third category, which is kind of the short-term employee, you may think that's the easiest because, hey, it's, you, know, you don't have those bonds with, with somebody. But what can happen is we can get in our own ways. We've seen this happen a lot where the, the owner or the, or the the manager gets in his or her own way being very introspective. I know that's one of those big words, Jack. It there. is. I'm letting you go so, on it. So being very introspective and, <laughs> and, and very self-critical about – the way that they manage a person or maybe put them in certain situations or had them work on, on uh, you know, with certain customers or certain projects or certain people internally, whatever it might be, you know, you as the boss are going to question yourself and wonder, hey, is something <clears> I could have <throat> done differently to help make this person work? And, you know, we've all been in relationships before, Jack, that, you know, it's a lot of work from day one. And, you know, I've been married going on 20 years. You've been married for for going on 50 years now. What, 45? I mean, right, 47, 47 years, 47. right? 47, yeah, so, 48. So we both were involved in relationships before then, you know, and not to say that we haven't had to work during our marriages, but, you know, from day one, it wasn't a bunch of heavy lifting work. It was it was easier, and you adjust and modify and grow together. But if it's that hard day one, you know, or, you know, by day 30, right, it's like, hey, what the heck are you doing, you know? Right. And right. so it's not, not terribly different when we're talking about the non-romantic side in terms of we're talking about, you know, having an employee in a relationship with, with an employee. If it's that much work and they're that – tough of a fit and, and things just aren't going well you know what it's best to cut our losses because i know one of your favorite things to do is to rehabilitate somebody jack because oh that, boy, that, that usually works coming back to the pips again right those pips those pips <laughs> <laughs> the success factor on pips if you if you talk to big organizations to do it i gotta believe it's probably 10 percent or less maybe 5 percent or less that were actually works if somebody does get rehabilitated and, uh, on the right steps yeah very very small percentage of that so that's often the case you know. a short-term employee. So our, our guidance there is, hey, you know, do some analysis. You know, maybe spend an hour or two talking through the scenarios. Do a little bit of pro's concept. But, again, at the end of the day, you know, cut your
0: losses because, chances
1: are you aren't going to be able
0: to, to it's adjust a little embarrassing. this embarrassing. feels embarrassing even when you got to talk about it. Hey, we just hired this guy, and 30 days later we're going to lay him off. But it's all right. I mean, yeah. You, Leadership uh, isn't all smooth sailing. A lot of the tough decisions, uh, not a lot, basically all the tough decisions have to be made by the leader. And we don't like to see owners of companies throw those tough, awkward decisions off on somebody else. That's why the owners get the big bucks. That's and right. That's, that's part of their job description, not laboring on the line or laboring on the sales calls or doing well. That's, that could be their their job responsibility as well but they have to take those tough awkward embarrassing situations and feel them for the team
1: that's a good that's a good point jack because i actually i was talking to a client earlier this week and he had a similar situation earlier this year where somebody was on board about 60 days and they wound up letting the guy go and he's become a little gun shy now because he's looking to replace the guy and, and and he's questioning himself like hey how could i have missed that and 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 not that hey, you know so you see so you learn and often they can be very beneficial because you now know this is going back to like dating you kind of know what you're not looking for right you know what what doesn't work right And it's very fresh in your mind because it just it just happened so you won't make that same mistake twice certainly not twice in a row um so there's a lot of yeah a lot of that very real emotion that's stuff that people often will miss and 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 as we're searching around and seeing there's not much good guidance out there that we that we have found so we want to make sure we thought it'd be a good topic for the show tonight and as is always the case it's we're, we're done, Jack. It's a fast hour. so Always um, done. Always done. Appreciate Sooner or later. I appreciate you all being part of the show tonight and, and listening. Uh, we're here every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you have questions in between before our next show, you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com. You can get us. We're not in the air at 877-849-0670. Uh, if you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, please leave us a review. That would be fantastic. Or You can get all the archived programs on wintradio.com. All right, you can stay tuned. You can learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be here, so you want to be here. That's right. Say thanks for listening. Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 a.m., 1015 FM and online, wintradio.com.